one way or another, Cowboy Nation, we back into this thing. But we got a special guest. Yes, we're going to talk about this. We're going to get this thing going. Real deal, Holyfield. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Bronson, what's up, yes, man? Yes, yes, yes. What's going on? How you Talk doing? to the nation, man. Talk to the people, man. Let them know, man, where you from, man, and, and let them know who you support, who your team is, and all this good stuff. Absolutely. Too easy, man. Lord Brunson, man, on YouTube. I'm from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. As you can see by the hat, you know, I support um, and I rock with a, a championship caliber football team, the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh. And, we got, and, I, and, I, and it appears we got some things to talk about. It appears we got. <laughs> you didn't got the helmet out in there. Let me see, man. I gotta find me something, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh man. Oh my goodness. Right, right. Gordon brought the helmet out. You gotta wear the helmet when you might be. You might bump, be bumping heads, man. You gotta protect your head. You wear you know what I mean? <laughs> bumping heads. You gotta have a helmet. But, but but hey, we brought back a guy that you guys try to rip his helmet off, and he still ran. <laughs> You know who I'm talking about. He wears number 82. We brought him back into this day. <laughs> Listen, he, done, he put in work against us for many years. You cannot discredit the things he's done in the past. But is he going to be effective? Is he going to help you guys win the championship? I don't think so. I think his time has passed. I, I honestly don't know why he's coming back. Oh, hey, come on, man. Come on, man. You got to leave my old reliable alone since you guys got Zach Hurts. <laughs> and uh, who else? Uh, you got rid of you got rid of one of your boys, the the, the tight end that I I feel like that's gonna bite you guys and you know what down the line th this year. I think what's the name was Trey, Trey Trey Burton Burton. Yeah, he went to yeah he went to the Bears. Yeah, uh, the one that threw the Philly special to Nick Foles. He was solid. He was solid <laughs> for sure. But but you see what we did? We grabbed Dallas Goddard in the draft after that, and I think Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz got the chance to be what Gronk and Aaron Hernandez was. Oh, okay. I feel, I, feel, I feel that strong about that tandem. So you feeling, you feeling that strong about that tandem. So yeah. what I want to do, man, since you guys were the last team in the NFC East to win the Super Bowl, I wanted you to break it down because I'm hearing all type of news. I'm hearing all type of noise. People bringing me all type of heat talking about this guy over here named Lord Bronson. He knows all, everything about the Cowboys, and also he knows everything about his team. The Eagles, and he's saying that my Cowboys is irrelevant. There's nothing. Talk to me about that, man. Bring some of that energy right. over here. Bring me that fire, man. I want to know. I'm going to bring it to you, and I'm going to bring it down to you why I feel as though you guys are irrelevant, number one. Now, it's a list of teams. I broke this down on my uh, live stream uh, yesterday. I was talking to another Cowboys guy, uh, Boys for Life. Shout out to him. You got the Cincinnati Bengals, mm -hmm. um, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the Washington Redskins, the Detroit Lions, the Miami Dolphins, uh, one or two more teams, and then you got the Dallas Cowboys. Why is everybody on that list except the Dallas Cowboys not relevant? And they all got one thing in common. What's they that? They all haven't reached the NFC Championship game in 23-plus years. But everybody else is not relevant on that list. The Bengals not relevant. The Dolphins not relevant in terms of winning, but why are the Dallas Cowboys relevant if that's their group? Now, that's the C group, in my opinion. That is what you call the C group in the NFL. That's a group of teams who ain't done nothing in a very long time, and your Dallas Cowboys belong to that group. So we just can't say somebody's relevant based upon a huge fan base. What have you, what have you done for me lately? What have you that's done for me lately? Okay, so yeah. you're looking at it from those angles. Okay, I feel you on that. You know what? My thing is, we haven't won since 95. Hell, that's my battle cry. I'm live like 95 because that's what I believe, right? Last time, I didn't even have facial hair the last time we won. I can go with that. But when you're talking about Jerry Jones, right? Mm -hmm. He sued the NFL. You remember that? So I believe that apparel that a lot of people wear, like Nike, a lot of people love to wear Reeboks and stuff like that, that's all through Papa Jerry Jones. Now, my thing is this, as far as winning, that's a whole nother category, that's a whole nother subject. Since we haven't won since 1995, you know I got to bring it up. Why in the world you guys haven't caught up yet? All right. I'm, uh, okay, okay. I'm, glad, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> Talk to I'm me. That up. Now, listen, we haven't caught up. I'll be honest about that. We have not caught up. But there's a team who also had zero rings while you had five and now had six. That just proves how long you guys have been stuck at five. Now, it ain't easy to win a Super Bowl. 
There's only one division in the National Football League where every team got a Super Bowl, and that's our beloved division. But there are people who have surpassed you since you guys had five. Tom didn't stand still with that five. So that's my point when I say you guys are irrelevant. It's a new day. You know what I mean? And 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 I feel like you guys gotta you guys gotta do what you did back in '96 to be irrelevant again. And y'all y'all trying to y'all trying to chase what everybody else is doing. You might have to Herschel Walker somebody. You might gotta go back to that. Uh, we ain't gonna we, we ain't gonna Herschel Walker nobody. But my thing is, I can see what you're saying with valid points though, uh, as it relates yeah. to relevancy. But my thing is, what the Cowboys been doing as of lately since my boy. Dak Prescott, Rain Dakota Prescott, then came into the scene. <laughs> are, are you saying that he's not relevant enough? Are you saying that, what, out of the three years he won the NFC East? And I'm not saying, I'm not going to go around running around with the Cowboys hat talking about, hey, we won the NFC East. But, hey, I celebrate everything that we do in life. Shout out to the, uh, shout out to the boys all day, every day. But my thing is this, uh, uh, Bronson. When you start talking about Dak Prescott versus a Carson Wentz, who y'all just paid a hundred was a hundred and twenty eight million dollars. Mm-hmm. Thirty two big ones a year, something like that. How many playoff games have the Carson Wentz? I'm sorry, Wentz won. Not one. Not one. How many Super Bowls he won? Huh? I mean, he got a Super Bowl ring. Now listen, now listen. Talk to me, man. Break it down. Break it down. Because people coming to me, man, they talking to me about what you've been saying. <laughs> as, they, as they should. Now, if you if you don't draft Carson Wentz, you don't win a Super Bowl. Carson Wentz threw 33 touchdown passes in the regular season. Carson Wentz helped you secure the number one seed. If you don't draft Carson Wentz, you don't win, period. Nick Foles was fresh going into the postseason. Now, what Carson Wentz been able to follow through, I, I honestly don't believe so. I think it would have been some growing pains and it would have showed in the playoffs and we still would be ringless, probably to this day. Oh, man, shoot. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, I, I, I could I turn off the stream. Now, shoot, you might as well make me curse and it's still daylight outside. Boy, I'm telling you, man, you're one of my favorite Eagles fans now. You came with the facts, boy. <laughs> I'm going I'm 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 <sighs> to be honest, but now let's fast forward to the ones that got the 32 mil. Talk this, to Carson Wentz can win, this Carson Wentz can win a Super Bowl. Look at the supporting cast. Look at look, look at who lining up next to him. Mm-hmm. You talking about you talking about top three teams in the NFL. Look at this roster. Look at this roster, and they're not talking about us the same way they're talking about the Dallas Cowboys, which confuses me. It's not a jealousy thing. It's just confusing because if you look at the top five teams that get talked about every year, you're gonna have you the New England Patriots. You're gonna have you whoever. Aaron Rodgers could be wearing a goddamn Walmart vest. Working at Walmart, they're going to talk about Walmart. You're going to have you Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. You're going to have you probably the Steelers. Then your Dallas Cowboys. But one of them teams ain't won nothing in a very long time. But we bringing in the money, man. <laughs> we bringing in the paper, baby. <laughs> That's the reason why what makes us. Look, I tell you what. And this is how I can smash all of that debate. Where is it not, whether or not we relevant or not. Okay. When the last time Jay-Z came out with an album? Jay-Z tours, though. So if you're talking about albums in the sense of Super Bowls, Jay-Z in the playoffs every year, he do a tour. Every year he does a tour. <laughs> every year he's performing somewhere. So he, he in a playoff somewhere. You could see him. You could see him on a big stage. It so, might not be album worthy. It may not be album worthy. So, so are you trying to say that uh, since 21 Savage and J. Cole and all them boys, they're coming out with music every time. Are they relevant or are they not relevant? Or are they making date Jay-Z unrelevant? Or what, what's the deal with that? They're very relevant. They're very relevant, but they're not making Jay-Z unrelevant. Now, when you talk about Jay-Z, uh, all right. See, 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 I put you in a corner now because... I'm trying to break it down easy for you. Now, look, Jay-Z would be Tom Brady. You're talking oh. about the greatest, one of the greatest of all time. Jay-Z don't wear a Dallas Cowboys uniform, so to speak. Now you're talking about uh, who's one of the great. You're talking about Emma Smith coming out. That'd be like Ice T coming out. Somebody we ain't seen in a very long time. You know what I mean? Jay Z is current. Jay Z so, is here. Jay Z never left. So so he never left. Well, that's what I'm saying is, even though we haven't came out with an album since 1995, we still go on tours, baby. <laughs> hey hey, we still we still bring in the. In, 
top of the revenue. I can say this to the Patriots. They are selling jerseys. Everybody buying TB12 jerseys. They are uh, uh, moving up in the chain as far as uh, overall remunerations and things like that. I can't dispute that. I cannot out-debate nobody with that. The Patriots have found a way to cheat codes to life. And shout out to you guys because it was a bittersweet for you all to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl because I would rather for you all to beat the Patriots than the Patriots to win another Super Bowl. And just like our other little brother, the Giants, they beat the Patriots twice. You see what I'm saying? So one thing that I can say is that the NFC East is on lock as it relates to beating the Patriots. But outside of that, I think that the Cowboys and Cowboy Nation, we we so marketable that we are in everybody's mouth and we are on everybody's plate because they were trying to eat and they want to be next to the Kings. We are the greats, the Dallas Cowboys. At the end of the day, when you look at the NFC East, I know, I know, I know. When you look up the when you look up the NFC East. Everybody that's in the NFC East is still doing this number. They looking up. The neck muscles are very strong because they looking up to greatness, baby. <laughs> we the Jay Z's. Look, we the Jay Z's of the NFC East. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. You guys got the most Super Bowls in the NFC East, but you, but it been since '95, man. What yeah. Y'all go, okay, okay. Okay. What can you do right now? What do you see in your roster right now? First of first, all, let me ask you this question: Are y'all talk better to than the Eagles? Are, are we better than the Eagles? In what, in what aspect? Are, are you talking about uh, a as roster? Team, is your roster? Yeah, let's start there. Is your roster better than the Philadelphia Eagles roster? All right, let's let's go line by line. All right. And you talk you talk you talk about a corner. It looked like you don't walk into that same corner. I got a sledgehammer. I won't break my way out of it. Okay. Look. All right. Who on your team is better than Amari Cooper? Alshon Jeffrey. I, 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 in, I, in what category? Hands. Hands. Two years, two years ago, Amari Cooper was being deemed as couldn't be able to catch. Because he didn't I'll have Dak Prescott. Oh, my God. I, Bam, I, baby. I, Slam dunk, baby. Give me the rebound, baby. Alshon <laughs> Jeffrey is a possession receiver, even though one of the worst drops of his career came in the playoffs against the Saints. Saints, everybody, yeah. Everybody drops a pass. We're going to acknowledge that right now. But they were talking about this guy not being able to catch at all. Now, you're talking about route running and speed. Amari got him all day. But overall, wide receiver, I'm going with Alshon Jeffrey. He don't need the touches to be activated. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. So so you're saying, okay, and we're going to keep a tally because I do know that we live on my channel. I wish we was able to, to be live on your channel so we can get some mixed views and things like that. So we're going to put in the category. I'm going to give you, okay, I'm not saying that he is, but I'm going to give you that. Okay. You said Alshon Jefferson is better than Amari Cooper. We're gonna put a mm-hmm. we're gonna put a little a little check mark by that. All right. So who's better than Randall Cobb? Coming coming out of the slot. Coming out of the slot, the interior, the short area quickness. They can catch the middle of the field. Can get up vertical. Line up I as halfback. You know, you know, you know. He's been more of a weapon than Nelson Aguilar has been. I'll give you that. He's been more of a weapon. But right now, I'm going to say they're dead even. Because we don't know what he's going to do in a Dallas Cowboys uniform. Okay. There, there, there has been a resurgence of Nelson Aguilar in this in the slot uh, position. He, he found his second win. They were about to get rid of him not too long ago because he, he wasn't that great on the outside. But I'm going to say right now they're dead even. I'm going to say this season will determine that. Okay. Okay. So we're going to put a uh, placeholder on this. And then when Philly week come around and Cowboy week come around versus each other, then we'll jump in on that show and we'll bring these same talking points. You cool with that? I'm good with that. All right, good, good. So, all right, so that's the wide receiver core. And then, of course, we could talk about the young Michael Gallup. Uh, who you guys got? Y'all y'all got some guys that's in development, right? And then, and I know Deshaun Jackson, he's pretty cool, but he's still like, hey, got to put a big reservations on him. I don't know. I know he's fast. I know he's quick, but I don't know. He's just like your boy Randall Cobb. We have the old wait and see situation. Oh, no, 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 uh-huh. no. I, 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 don't, I, I don't understand what you don't know about the greatest beef threat in NFL history. <laughs> What, don't you know? Y'all know who he is? That's, that's what you do know. You better have a safety over there. That's what you do know. You know who Deshaun is. Come on, we're not going to treat Deshaun like that. We're not going to treat him like that. You know about Deshaun. I do. I do know about Deshaun uh, 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 Jackson. I do know all about him. But he's been he been locked down when he was in the Washington Redskins. Because when he played with them, I, the last saw, the last play that I saw that he was able to do was run 50 yards backwards. And I think my boy Jeff Heath 
baptized him, and he started fumbling the ball. And then they traded him away or got rid of him to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and he disappeared. He had a little flashes here and there. So maybe this can be a resurgent year, going back to Philly, going back to home, seeing if he can have a homecoming and things like that. All I'm going to say is I'm going to wait for the season to start before I can really see where Deshaun Jackson is going to do against my boy, Xavier Woods. Deshaun Jackson broke he, he Deshaun Jackson broke um Jerry Rice's record with the Bucks. So he wasn't nowhere near done in Washington. He was just starting still in Washington. Deshaun wow. Jackson with those big plays, them sixty uh-huh. plus yard touchdowns, he's done that with every team he's played for. And okay. he's looking good in OTAs. I know you've been keeping an eye on that. Yeah, I always keep my eye, keep my ha- yeah. my eye halfway open on the uh on, on the Philadelphia Eagles. My thing is, okay, I give you tight ends, I give you the tight ends. Uh, as far as running back, we're better than the running back situation. I don't think that you guys sure. got somebody better sure. than Ezekiel Elliott. And then for watch sure. out for a guy number the where's number thirty six. Now I will say this: the year y'all won the Super Bowl, and I know a lot of people think fly Eagles fly when y'all won the Super Bowl. No, it was more so run Eagles run. You guys ran the rock. Y'all was third overall in rushing, and y'all had running back by committee. You had Blunt coming out of the nowhere. Then you had a guy named Clements or Court. What's his name? Was Clements or something like that? Clement, yeah. Clement. Yeah, yeah. Blunt, Clement, and Ajay. And Ajay. So that was your pedigree. Getting the ball, not passing the ball down the field, because you already know we called we call Dak Prescott dink and dunk. But if you look up the records and you look up everything, you will actually see that Carson Wentz dinks and dunks a little bit more than Dak Prescott. And that's a story of a different day. But so how so so okay, so if running was our pedigree, then how was Carson Wentz arguably the MVP before he got hurt? And and he did break a sing he did break the Eagles franchise touchdown passing record you know how many great quarterbacks the philadelphia eagles had carson wentz is the leader the leader in touchdown passes in the season he did that that same year so it was a, it, what i like to call it was a perfect balance you had a quarterback that was on fire you had a running game that was on fire and you had a defense that felt disrespected and that's the, I mean, that's the that's the soup for a super bowl in my opinion i mean when you're winning games and then you utilize in the middle of the field i mean come on now uh, if you just look at it now, Carson, I, I'm not saying that Carson wins is trash. My thing is he just got to like that injury bug. And I think that he can make every throw goes through anticipations of his throws pretty well. Got a quick delivery, a release from the ball and all those good things. But my thing is injuries uh, plays a major role in his game. And the thing is when you're third overall in rushing, come on, you third overall in rushing. I don't know if they were third overall in passing. I don't know if they was passing and launching that thing down the field like that. They were they, they, they weren't Where third were they? overall in passing, but I think they were third in points per game. I think running. they averaged like 30, 30 points a game. So you so you guys want to bring up running. Okay, so that's shielded Dak Prescott his whole career. When you gotta throw the ball on a one on a second and two, because Zeke Zeke just got you eight yards on first down. We can't bring running into this debate because Ezekiel Elliott has led the league in rushing for two out of the three years. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. That that that, that we we dominate. We are better. We are a better running team than you all, just by one man. Uh, but that's a story every different day. So we are better than you guys in that. And then on top of that, I would give you guys. Now this year. Our defensive front, I don't think that you guys can hold a candle up to us. <laughs> you, you don't think our offensive line can block your defensive front? Come on. Let's, you, now, I heard, I think you did a video by Lane Johnson, right? You saying that he's a Hall of Famer. I think you did a video like that. Somebody sent it over to me. You think that Lane Johnson really is a Hall of Famer? He'll be there. He'll be there. So, you really think that Lane Johnson is really dominating and just shutting down my guy, D-Law? Lane, you re, you're really thinking that, right? Lane, Lane Johnson did not allow what's his name Khalil Mack to get a sack listen D-Law has not recorded a sack against the Philadelphia Eagles in his whole life his existence he has not sacked the Philadelphia Eagles I don't care you can pull up these stats oh he does other things he ain't get a sack that's the, that's the bottom line. But but, but when I, I did a film, I had to remove it because of YouTube policies. But I did a film on D-Law, and I seen where you guys had to – you chipped the tight end on that side, and then you also had the running back to also have extra protection. Ain't that three against one? That's why your boy Randy Gregory was looking like all-stars against you guys. That's why you got – my guy Tyron Crawford was able to sack fumble Carson Wentz because they were so focused and so worried about stopping D-Law – it's, it's it's a conundrum. <laughs> that's what that, that, hey, that, hey, that's what you call respect because we don't we still don't believe in them other guys. We believe we could win that one on one matchup. You got to pay attention to your to your 
to your uh, D Laws and your Khalil Max and then any other juggernaut. That's just how you got to play football. I'm not going to guard D Law one on one. You can't do it. Mm-hmm. So, so, so that's how we approached it. So, 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 so you agree that all hot boys are better than y'all front four? I, you, you, you know, you know what? I, I think, I think we gotta see. I think we gotta see. We gotta see. Man. See, 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 we gotta, we gotta to kick this show up. This show is just too early. This show is just too early. We gotta wait till like what week one, week two, and then we start doing some evaluation. When is D Law playing? Week two, week three, probably. He probably ain't gonna play week one. I wouldn't want him that's to rush out there. That's hopeful. I don't think he's coming back till week five. I think about week five. He has shoulder surgery, right? Yeah. You're not going to be better than us until you're not going to be close to better than us until you get to 100. percent Who are you? Who are your edge rushers right now? Brandon Graham, mm-hmm. uh, Derek Barnett is coming off an injury. Mm-hmm. Now you already know Brandon Graham is good. Yeah. We got we got Malik we got Malik Jackson back. Yeah. Um. Well, we didn't never had him. We got Malik Jackson. Right. Three four uh, guy. Curry, I mean. Yeah. Sure, Vinny Curry could play some of the edge three. sometime. Uh. We still sitting on uh. What's his name? Uh. Sweet. Josh Sweet, we still sitting on him. I don't know what's going on with him. But we did lose Michael Bennett. But I think some, we lost Chris Long, two edge rushers. But I think some guys will step up. Some of the younger guys will step up. As long as you get in that initial inside push, you can count on Brandon Graham and Derek Barnett to come off the outside. Now, you, now you're pairing Fletcher Cox in the middle with Malik Jackson and a uh, um, disrespected Tim Jernigan, he, who feels absolutely disrespected. I think you're going to get the best defensive, one of the best defensive lines in football. But right now, I, I'll also call that even. But let me ask you. Let me ask you. Talk to me, man. Put me in the hot seat, man. Quarterback. Now, now, now I, want, I, I want you honest. I was going to try to save the quarterback for last, but go ahead. Because. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Who do, who do we skip? Who do we skip? Let's, let's, oh, let's man, you, you left out the DB category. And I like it. <laughs> Why? Why y'all didn't draft nobody? Talk to me, man. Educate the nation, educate Cowboy Nation after Dak Prescott put up 455 yards on y'all DBs. Why y'all didn't draft nobody? Now, I like Razul Douglas, I don't, and I like Sidney Jones coming out of uh, uh, college, what have you. But you trying to tell me that those guys going to elevate that team? Talk to me, man. It's not, it's not about Razul Douglas and Sidney Jones. It's about the guys we picked up and we found gems. We found diamonds in the rough out of, out of throwing Avanti Maddox out there who had to place uh, some safety. Crevion LeBlanc that we picked up from uh, the Saints, who picked off Drew Brees, the first player of the playoff game. We found dudes who got playoff experience last year, and uh-huh. dudes who nobody believed. Hold, 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 hold on, hold on for a fam. People are telling me that they got to turn your mic up. Let me see if I can make some ju- adjustments here. My mic. I think I'm using these AirPods. Can, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. Let's just my mic. Let me turn mine down a little bit. Let's see. Let's rewind. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You said somebody uh, who they picked up that you gonna think that they are gonna try to slow slow down Amari Cooper? Who who's that? Uh, Crevion LeBlanc. I don't think I don't think he will even be playing Amari Cooper one on one. I think they're gonna go back to uh, what's his name? Um, Ronald Darby is gonna be playing him. So don't we do up Ronald. Lar- don't do Ronald like that. And I and I trust me. I look. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why Ronald Darby is on y'all team, man. He's a good physical. T- physical DB that can shut down most of the likings of, of like a, a, a Michael uh, Gallup or, or a Dez Bryant. He can get, he's like a nuanced guy that can get into the face. But when you got a, a crazy route runner who can run inside and out that we don't even line Amari Cooper at the X. We line him at the Z or sometimes he motion inside and also he, he just, just all over the field but outside of the X. He don't really line up in that spot. It's just too much movement for him, man. <laughs> listen, our listen, our starting safety was out. Rodney McLeod was out too, so we had a lot of mixing and matching. We had a lot. Basically, y'all was playing walk-ons. Y'all was playing walk-ons, but that's no excuse though. Yeah. You know I mean, I felt like we still were in position to win the game. We only lost one game last year by more than seven points. A lot of people don't know that because a lot of people don't look at things the way I do. We lost one game. And that was the blowout. We got embarrassed by the Saints. We lost yeah. one game by more than seven points. Now, I'm a firm believer that if we get that fumble in the beginning of that Cowboys game. Oh, come on, man. I'm a firm believer if we get that, <laughs> we go up 7 nothing Because we was on it. Was it a fumble or not? I mean, I looked at it, and uh, Ray Charles can see that it was a fumble. But, man, there was some tic-tac calls all throughout oh. that game. Uh, and, and trust me, I know how the momentum swing can go. And uh, the defense uh, pretty much um, – both defenses are playing well because nobody scored a touchdown until what the second half or something like that. Yeah, 
Nation, we're back into the house, man. We're going to get this thing going again. Let's get this thing going, fam. All right, so we left off on the uh, cornerback situation, and then we started talking a little bit about the uh, the safeties and how they were able to uh, uh, to play you guys. And you have uh, Jenkins, and we have uh, Xavier Woods. I give you guys a little edge up with Jenkins and, and the other uh, other kid. What's his name? McLeod? McLeod? Yeah, Rodney McLeod. McLeod, yeah, McLeod. He, he's pretty good. Uh, he's got great range out in space. Uh, not afraid to put his nose deep inside when he's trying to tackle. Uh, so I, I would give you guys a slight edge over that because just because my guy Xavier Woods still new. But if you want to move over to the linebackers, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> y'all got it. Y'all got, y'all, got, y'all got the linebackers, man. Y'all got the linebackers. Yeah, actually, I think y'all got one of the uh, strongest linebacker cores in the game. Okay. Got one of the strongest linebacker cores in the game. I think I think that linebacker core helps your defensive uh, front a lot. It helps y'all. It gives you guys more time. Like you don't you don't really need more time anyway, but it gives you time in case you do need time. You know what I mean? Those guys those guys can play some of the quicker running backs out of the backfield. So I'll give you the linebacker core. But watch out for our linebacker core. I think I think we'll be better. Right. Then recent years, because we just picked up uh, and with Zach Brown from uh, the Redskins, one of the fastest linebackers in the game. So. And Ezekiel Elliott, the path of the righteous man, is beset on yeah. all sides by the iniquities of the selfish. Boy, gave just gave him the stiff arm one time, ran over him another time. So he knows Ezekiel Elliott a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah, he's coming right from the Redskins to another team. You know what I mean? That's, that's how it goes. That's how it goes sometimes. Yeah. What's uh? What's our, What's our, I think we covered the whole defense. Yeah, we covered the whole defense. Uh, offensive line. Who you guys got? I got us, man. I, <laughs> I, honestly, I just I just don't think y'all offensive line is better than ours anymore, man. I I don't think so, man. You gotta look at the teams we played last year. The defensive front we played we played we played y'all twice. Right. You know the guys y'all got on y'all defensive line. We played the uh, Chicago Bears in the postseason. We played the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I, I believe it's. I can't even think off the top. But just so many great defensive fronts that we played, man, last year. And I think that when it came time to start winning games, we really held it down. You know what I mean? We well, 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 can I ask for one favor then, my, my OG? Can I ask you for yeah. one favor then? What's going on? So, if you was allowed to put a placeholder on some of your guys, can I just put a placeholder on my offensive line? Because we got Travis Frederick back, and then also we having little issues with the uh, where we going to place Connor Williams. So let me just grant a placeholder. So when we, when we get to Philly week, we'll talk about that offensive line. Got, How about you, that? You got it. How many placeholders we got so far? <laughs> Uh, you got one on. I, I put I put one on Deshaun Jackson versus my guy Randall Cobb, right? Okay. You somebody okay. remind me in the in the chat box. And we did put a placeholder on the uh, on the uh, who else would we put a placeholder on the offensive line? Got to That's because it. right now That's we had some two. broken pieces. Mm-hmm. Somebody else That's we put two. a placeholder, huh? That was it. It was only two. It was only two. But now we want to get back to the real deal, man. Quarterback. Yeah. Why you feel? Why you no look look? Why you feel? Cause we ain't gonna talk about our backup. We just talking about Dak Prescott versus your boy Carson Wentz, who wears number eleven. <laughs> I, I I feel Carson Wentz is light years ahead from arm from an arm talent perspective alone than Dak Prescott. I I just, I just think the only people who are saying Dak Prescott is better than Carson Wentz. Our Cowboys fans, and that's where this delusion is kicking in. That a blind man can see mm-hmm. that Carson Wentz is a much more talented quarterback than uh, Dak Prescott, and that's no knock on Dak Prescott. I'm actually a simple question: Can Dak Prescott make every throw on a football field? Uh, are you saying can he make it, or or is he, will it be accurate? If it ain't accurate, he can't make it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just saying, can he can, can he make every throw on a football field? I mean, he's still struggling with the back shoulder fade, and that's just the issue that Dak Prescott is going to have uh, coming out of uh, uh, college. He spread offense, more more of a run, uh, uh, RPO type of style. Uh, didn't have the traditional uh, setup of offense, and I'm not trying to make excuses for the brother. Yeah, so he's limited in a sense. He don't make the back shoulder fades, deep post routes. I don't think that he makes those consistently enough. Now, his his routes that he that he passes on well are the seam routes, the vertical seam routes, the uh, 
in, in some of the curls and comebacks. But that's the staple piece of uh, uh, of Scott Linehan's offense. Now, if you talk, if you start talking about bringing in a different type of philosophy or a different type of offensive coordinator, maybe we'll see what strengthens Dak Prescott a little bit better. Now, I will say this: we're gonna talk the real now. Do you think that Carson Wentz would have had the same season with Jason Garrett as the head coach? Do I think he would have had the same season with Jason Garrett as the head coach? Does Jason Garrett call y'all plays? I mean, not really, but uh, Scott Linehan calls the plays. But I'm saying with Jason Garrett and Scott Linehan, would Carson Wentz be doing the same thing that he was doing now? Would you guys want the Super Bowl if you, if, you, if you guys were to have uh, Jason Garrett and Scott Linehan? We just swap coaches. You just swap coaches. Absolutely not. Our coach, our coach is far, far better than Jason Garrett. Absolutely not. Because this, this is the calling card of a real coach. When Carson Wentz goes down to devise a game plan to fit a backup quarterback, so then he can win the Super Bowl. A lot of coaches can't do that. So no, no. Okay, so so what I'm saying is I'm not trying to put Dak Prescott on a pedestal or anything, but what I'm saying is the guy was limited in playing because he had a backpack full of bricks and he was just trying to play and play into a system that he's not really designed for. Scott Lenahan is a vertical passing offensive system. And I'm not trying to throw my guy Jason Garrett under the bus, but I'm thinking that your quarterback, your quarterback benefited from a coach who actually what trained and, and developed and helped, Brett Favre helped and develop a whole bunch of guys, right? Like the list goes on and on, right? Season no, enough. Mean, Step behind a guy, Andy Reid, who uh, who's a, a a brilliant guy at, at that too. You know, Andy Reid just couldn't win the big games as it relates to going into the deep, deep, deep end of the playoffs and things like that. But regular season, Andy Reid was your boy. I can't use that as an excuse because he still got to go out there and perform. The fact that Carson Wentz went out there and played eight less games than Dak Prescott. A lot of people don't know it's only been eight less games. Mm-hmm. They make it seem like Carson Wentz was in a wheelchair for two whole seasons or something. It, you know, he only played eight less games than Dak Prescott, and Carson Wentz got more touchdown passes. I mean, Dak Prescott only had, what is it, like 150-something more passing yards than Carson Wentz. And a half a season's worth more of work. So, I mean, I, I, so, some of it is Dak Prescott's limited ability, and also some of it is Dak Prescott having a run game to lean on. A lot of those times, and Carson Wentz's first season, he had no run game. But but let me ask you this though: his first season, he didn't have a running game. His second season, they they figure out things, they adjusted. So they said, okay, we're gonna bring in some extra help for running, and we're gonna bring in these two because Trey he was pretty tall tight end. So we're gonna bring in a tight end that can run uh, vertically up the field, and we already got our underneath guy who can just do just about any route that we can call out there. As far as Zach Ertz, so they put some pieces around him, and and then you guys got a chance to uh, pick up the other kid that you got rid of for some strange reason. I forgot his name. You take the top off the defense uh what's his name played for the baltimore you know he, he uh mike wallace no 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 2017 there's another guy he, he was fast wide he was receiver? quick hmm wide receiver wide receiver quick guy play he played i think he played for the 40 winers I think he played for the Panthers. You're talking about Torrey Smith. Torrey Smith. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why I said the uh, the Baltimore Ravens. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that guy, he was a vertical guy that stretched the field for uh, Carson. And then you had your underneath guys that was killing it. And then you had your running backs that was doing the uh, running back by the committee situation. So I was looking at 2017 Eagles, and then the defense was stingy enough to make things happen with turnovers and takeaways. So that was a pretty good deal for you guys in 2017. Now moving a little bit further, in 18, you were thinking that you was going to re- Repeat some of that stuff, and it just didn't happen. With Carson Wentz, his ability to the quick reads and being able to pass and also run out of the uh, when the pressure is there, I think that Carson Wentz is a, is a good quarterback. But far as what the when you're talking about value wise, Dak Prescott, who's a fourth round draft pick, is still in the same wheelhouse. I don't think that it's light years of, of, amongst each other. Okay, so let me let me back up a little bit. So talk to me about, as far as 2017. To 2018, it's a difference in those seasons. Carson Wentz had the opportunity to be in OTAs the beginning of his second season. Okay. Now, the second season of a starting franchise quarterback tells me a lot because you had some special second seasons historically out of really good quarterbacks. Like probably the top four second seasons um, for, for quarterbacks uh, probably would be Dan Marino, mm-hmm. Mahomes. I think Mahomes won MVP his second uh, season. 
uh, Carson Wentz is in there, and um, I can't I can't think of a fourth right now. But those are the top. Uh, probably Cam Newton or something like that. Uh, those uh, are you, uh, you, Russell, I think Russell. Okay, yeah, yeah Russell. something like that. Those are some of the greatest second seasons. I, Dak Prescott didn't show me. Listen, what you see out of Dak Prescott is what you get, man. He didn't. He never <laughs> missed OTAs. That's what you're gonna get. I'm, right. I'm sorry. He never missed OTAs. Uh, he never missed the game, and still he can't throw 25 touchdown passes in a season. When is he going to mature? You see what I'm saying? That's a, that's the situation I got. You've seen flashes of greatness with Carson Wentz. But but what if I told you like, I, and I know it's two different eras, but my boy Troy Aikman never threw over twenty five touchdowns a season. He didn't do that on a consistent basis because of the the root of the offense is pretty much you got Jason Garrett because I can guarantee you that he's gonna wear the blue shirt. He's pulling the exact same playbook before Kellen Moore got into the scene, and that's a whole another story, a whole another debate. But what I'm saying is is that we are pulling the 1990s playbook. So you're going to get a replicate of what we was doing in the 90s into this modern day, which didn't really work, but we was, it was manageable enough for us to win the NFC East, what, two out of the last three years. But this is the thing. I'm going to ask you this. Don't you think if you guys had Ezekiel Elliott, don't you think that Carson Wentz touchdowns would have been a little bit less? Don't you think that Ezekiel Elliott would have to eat some of those touchdowns? No, I don't think so. I don't think so because we got two. We, I think I think our coaches' mindsets are different. Doug Pre- Doug Peterson is looking to let his quarterback loose. Listen, we got a second overall pick at quarterback. We don't got to protect him with a running back. We can get the first down with his arm or on the ground. That's how we feel about it. You guys have to shield and protect that Prescott because you know he has shortcomings. Carson Wentz is going to go out there and, and, and be let loose because it's, it's confidence. Listen, y'all been talking about paying Dak Prescott. For, but four months now. Five right, months. right. We paid Carson Wentz and didn't even tell nobody we was going to do it. We got belief in that guy. Y'all got to put some belief in Dak Prescott. I don't see no real belief in him. I see the real belief. Listen, when y'all was losing games, everybody is screaming they ain't running the ball enough. Mm-hmm. They, they make it, they're, they're getting too pass happy. We don't We don't want to hear that in Philly. If we going to go down, we going to go down throwing or running. We going to pick one. Y'all got to lean on Zeke. Zeke is the best player on that offense. I mean, rightfully so. Is 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 it wasn't he the guy that we drafted with the fourth overall pick or something like that in 2016? That was the reason why we got him. So when people make the comparison of Ezekiel Elliott, well, when people make the comparison of Dak Prescott compared to a Jerry Goff or or, or your boy uh, Carson Wentz, or even when they go with the Pat Mahomes or, or uh, the, the Watson kid. I think it's an unfair comparison because now you're talking about a fourth round draft pick compared to somebody that was drafted in the first. Now, if we start looking at Ezekiel Elliott and we start looking at your boy, we you guys have picked up Jordan Howard, right? Mm-hmm. So is he comparable to Ezekiel Elliott? Are you trying to tell me that he absolutely. just absolutely, absolutely. So, so, so put it like this before you go into details. When you start looking at Jordan Howard's limitations, do you say, well, dog, Ezekiel Elliott would have done this, or Ezekiel Elliott would have did that. See, that's that's the problem. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean. Ezekiel you see where I'm coming from, though, right? No, no, yeah, I, I see where you're. I see where you're coming from. Ezekiel Elliott is talented. Is more talented than Jordan Howard in certain areas, which is why if there was a running back draft, I would take Ezekiel Elliott before Jordan Howard. But let's not disrespect Jordan Howard. Out of the last three years, the top three running backs in the National Football League from Russia, a rushing yard standpoint, from hype, the quarterback has the ball, he puts it in the gut of the running back. Only three guys got a lot of yards in that category. That's right. Todd Gurley, that's Jordan Howard, and that's Ezekiel Elliott. Those are the top three rushers in the last three years. And I can't really, I can't use Ezekiel Elliott for taking some some food off of Dak's plate. I can't use that because Jared Goff, <laughs> Jared Goff got Todd Gurley. Jared Goff eating pretty well, if you ask me. Just started to eat pretty well because it had a different okay. philosophy. But if you can't tell me that if Jared Goff still had Fisher, they would have been making the same moves. And I, I'm not trying to call Jason Garrett Fisher, but I'm just saying, you know, uh, not everybody lying. You know what I'm saying? So there, there's some type of room of improvement that we need as far as, as it relates to our coaching staff opposed to you guys' coaching staff. But to me personally, within the last three years, dog. When the last time y'all beat us? When the last time we beat y'all? Didn't we beat y'all the year we won a Super Bowl? Yeah, and that was uh, did we, that did we, did we, that did was we the first half of that year, right? Because we won it. It was like a, just a, a layup game at the last, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's that was 2017. It's 19 now, baby. 
Oh, I'm just asking you. Is it is it is a is a banner going to drop opening day for y'all? No. Is a banner about to drop opening day for y'all for sweeping us? Come on, you know. And, 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 uh, but you know, I gotta fight with you some way now. Come on now. You sure? You sure do, y'all? Listen, y'all, y'all, y'all swept us, and I can't take nothing away with it. Take nothing away from that. Whether it be blown calls or whatever, you know, y'all swept. So you're giving me quarterback, right? Just to make sure you're giving me quarterback. Dog, I'm giving you, I'm giving you quarterback by margins, but not by dog on light years, fam. You ten light years, but but still, if if it's okay, this gonna be the separation this year. You are gonna give it to me now, but then you go. I just want to know what you gonna think at the end of the season. Now, look, 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 look. I'm gonna talk all cash money, and and we we probably have to put up the pull up the cash app and do something like that, like a little five dollar five dollar bet or something, just on love or something. Yeah, and we'll do something like that, and. uh I just feel the way that Dak Prescott is a winner. And if I was I had my life on the line and I had two choices, number 11 or number four, Carson Wentz or Dak Prescott, I'm going to roll with Dak Prescott because I just feel like he will find a way. I don't know how he's going to win it. It's the intangibles, the things that I can't, I just can't see. You can call me delusional, but I can say this right now. I'll be living to see another day because I just don't know about Carson, man. I just don't know, I mean, fam. I, mean, I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't argue with that logic. I think Dak Prescott got the most game-winning drives since he came mm-hmm. into the league. I can't, I can't argue with that logic right there. But I'm telling you, you're going to see. And what's taking y'all so long to pay him? What's well, taking y'all so long to do a couple things? Well, 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 we didn't, we didn't, we, we, we took a long time to pay D-Law. And uh, I think that our new philosophy with Stephen Jones running this situation, running this ship, is that Stephen Jones is more so like a uh, quote unquote, um, how can I put this? He, he's supposed to be like the enforcer. He's supposed to be the bad guy. You know, good guy, bad guy role. Jerry Jones will pay everybody hell. He'll be still paying Deion Sanders if he could, right? That's Jerry Jones. Everybody love him, you know. So I'm thinking that they're going to try to squeeze him and they're going to wait until that thing, that market get all the way up to $33 million. I think that they're going to pay Dak Prescott $32 million. Just like, look, I know I'm looking at your face, but look here. <laughs> Just like who's who's a better defensive edge rusher, D. Law or Frank Clark? D. Law. Okay, who got more money? Um, I'm not I'm not familiar with Frank Clark. Well, 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 Frank Clark got 63, I think 63 guaranteed, and I think that uh, uh, D. Law only had like 61 or something like that. So I'm thinking that the contract part of it, as far as based off of stats and based off of what players was able to do out there on the field, because Frank Clark never was injured or what have you. Yes, he had his situation before he made it to the NFL or what have you, as far as domestic violence, but he's never injured, right? So Dak Prescott never injured. So my thing is what Dak Prescott agency is going to look at and say, hey, there's only one quarterback that got more wins than mine. And then on top of that, the Philadelphia Eagles just paid this guy, uh, uh, what, $32 million, $128 million overall, $107 million guaranteed, right? Yeah, they says the most guaranteed in NFL history. So I just don't see that Dak Prescott camp – it's going to fold up like a wallet and say, okay, we only going to get a hundred million guaranteed, or we only get 80 million guaranteed. It's, it's a, it's a measurement contest. You know how it is. And I I want to say the word, but it's a measurement contest. You know what I mean? So that's just how it goes. Yeah. We're going to say, I believe he's going to get paid, but you know, I just see, I just think it's like, like a follower leader type of thing, man. Once somebody pays somebody, then they got to see what the market is. I think it's value just went up based upon what they gave Carson went. So I think Jared Goff and, uh, Dak is looking at somewhere around the ballpark figure, but I, I don't. I personally don't think that. Um, I don't think Dak is worth thirty million. I personally don't see it because he uh, he just. How many games is he going to win on his arm? I mean, I've, I've seen one explosion from Dak, and that was against us. Well, well, well when we start talking about worth and and and, uh, and value and stuff like this, fam. I don't think that Khalil Mack, and I know I'm changing the, the, the subject. I don't think Khalil Mack was worth $141 million. You see what I'm saying? What happened here is that the market always set this thing up to be so high when the salary cap exists and teams got tons of money they can throw away. Now, 
I don't think that Khalil Mack was worth at the time 141 million, and I don't think that they're going to get a Super Bowl out of, out of the Khalil Mack situation. I don't think that when they paid originally Aaron Rodgers the 33 million dollar contract, I don't think that Aaron Rodgers was worth that because then they paid him the 33 million dollars and could put pieces around him. I don't think that when Derek Carr got his 25 million, he was worth it. I don't think that um, uh, uh, your boy uh, Kirk Cousin. And we we show Miss Kirk Cousin on both sides of the field, oh, right? Boy, we miss Kirk Cousin. I don't think that he was worth the eighty something million that he got. So I'm looking at worth. It's nothing about worth. It's all about what time you enter the market and the value that you're trying to get and that you can sell to your agency. And that's what it's going to be. Dak Prescott, regardless of the situation or the scenario, he's going to get exactly what your poor Carson Wentz just got, and that's the reality of it. Yeah, I mean, that's the reality of it. But, you know, we got a lot of stuff to look forward to uh, this season. Uh, we got we got any other positions on the offensive side? What would you say? I think, quarterback, I think quarterback was the last position. Yeah, yeah, that's everything, fam. <laughs> all, right, let, all, right, let's me, all right, let's talk about this real quick. Mm-hmm. Who had the better offseason? Oh, okay, who had the better offseason? <laughs> all right, I'm not going to put let's wait and see. This is right before training camp. I would say we – in the draft, we answered we needed help in the defensive end, defense interior. We did that. We needed help with depth purposes as it relates to offensive line. And, and one can argue, you know how good and how valuable depth is because that's how you guys were able to win the Super Bowl. Y'all, your one and only Super Bowl came through depth purposes, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that what we did in every category and every spot that we would needed help in, we did that. So according to what I feel, this is just my opinion. This is my belief that out of the NFC East, we did the best moves to help out our team. I said before the season that we needed the help. We needed help for Ezekiel Elliott. We needed some space. The boy been running, running to daylights. You know what I mean? So he needed some help. So I think that we did the best moves as the offseason. But talk to me about y'all offseason moves because I haven't been paying too much attention to you, to y'all Eagles over there. Listen, listen. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm gonna talk to you about. The, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give it to you from the beginning. First of all, right. all they said we ain't had no cap space. You remember that, right? For, for, we, we were supposedly done when the season ended. Oh, they ain't got on how they gonna do X, Y, and Z. Then we turn around and re-sign Brandon Graham. Okay. We re-signed Ronald Darby. So we. Oh, hold on. You re-signed Brandon Graham. We 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 uh we paid that D Law. Go ahead. Okay, we re-signed Brandon Graham. You guys paid D Law. We acquired Deshaun Jackson. And we and we required Randall Cobb. Go ahead. Exactly. We we acquired Malik Jackson, former Pro Bowler. Okay. He's just gonna play second fiddle to Fletcher Cox. Right. Uh, who else did we acquire? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, but then we drafted Miles Sanders out of Penn State, some running back help. Real, real, real good guy, move. you know. That was a big move. Um, we also dra- drafted Sharif Miller out of Penn State. Um. To replace Michael Bennett, another edge rusher. He remains to be seen how good he is. But our first round pick was the offensive tackle. We mm-hmm. so so basically what we showed from the from the end from the uh from the start of the offseason till now was that we all in with Carson Wentz. We shore up the offensive line, we add him so we get him some weapons by drafting a uh, JJ um Arcega Whiteside, another wide receiver. Um the development of Dallas Goddard is still looking really good. We shore up the offensive line, like I said, get them some more weapons, and, and then we let go of Nick Foles. That shows that we all in. That shows the direction we're going to put all our chips on the table and try to get another Super Bowl within the next two years. That's what they showed me as a fan. So mm-hmm. I believe that we got things to look forward to as fans. I feel like the Dallas Cowboys fan base has very little to look forward to because you guys did not look forward to making a splash and um, free agency. I think Robert Quinn was a decent splash. I think Randall Cobb was a pretty good guy. I think Randall Cobb is better than what we had in Cole Beasley. Yeah, Randall Randall Cobb was cheap, though, but that, that was a bargain. That was One-year rental, yeah. You can't argue with that. Robert Quinn, I don't think he's going to help you guys at all. Why you feel that? I think I mean, he's I, better. I, Look. We have situation issues with Cowboys as it relates to Randy Gregory standing on field. You already heard about the news. Randy Gregory is not going to play until the the, the NFL commissioner reinstate him until they legalize weed or what have you. That's a whole other story. But I'm looking at even if Randall, even if Robert Quinn can give me 4.5 sacks, I think that Robert Quinn is better against the run than a Randy than a Randy Gregory. So I'm thinking that that benefits us on that on that side of the ball long term. For for the season wise, you know, for the season wise. Now my thing is, 
like I said earlier when we was talking about, I think it was on the first half, we talked about your defensive backs, and you said that they're going to reassure those guys and they're just going to come back and play. But my thing is you guys didn't answer that. You guys didn't didn't put a check mark by the uh, defensive backs. So I'm looking at Dak Prescott. Although you guys are going to have the quarterbacks hurry up getting the ball out quick, I just think that that's a big gaping hole for you all. And I think that Dak Prescott is going to look at that and still say, okay, I'm confident enough to put up at least 300 yards against the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't know, man. I, I think I, I think you learn with experience, man. I think a bunch of guys that just got thrown out there into the fire – and we were able to still make the playoffs and knock off the Bears and then uh, get get knocked off by Drew Brees, they saw some really elite passing games, and they came up big. Avante Maddox and Crevion LeBlanc, if I'm not mistaken, both had interceptions in the postseason. That's not easy to do. Yeah, but to build your house on that, man, jeez. We know, but it, I'm going to tell you why it's easy to build our house on that, because Rodney McLeod is back. Okay, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot about that. Okay, right, we will see, man. We'll see, man. All right, so we, we're gonna have to get this thing up, man. We're gonna have to roll on out of here, man. But uh, yeah, yeah. T- tell the nation, man, where they can find you. Tell everybody where they can go to, to check out your material, your content, and uh, all the good stuff you've been doing for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, man. You can find me on YouTube, uh, Lord Brunson. You can find me on Twitter at Lord underscore Brunson. I'm always talking about my birds, man. I'm always bringing that heat. New content every day from me, man. Oh, man. Off the top. <laughs> off the top. No script. Raw, uncut content, man. And you already know, man. Listen, you ain't sweeping us again. i tell you that right now. <laughs> ain't going to be no more sweeps. No more sweeps, man. I, I need to find mm-hmm. that brush, that br- broom somewhere up in here, man. We're going to sweep. We're going to get them no corners more. real good, boy. <laughs> hey, man, it was a pleasure talking to you, man. It, it was one yeah, of those yeah. things where it's uh, – I finally get a chance to interact with you. I hear so much noise and news from my from my side of the table and from your side of the table. A lot of people bring in a lot of stuff that you've been uh, echoing on your channel. So I just want to let people know from all over the globe, hey, at the end of the day, the NFC East, everybody can talk noise within each other, within, within the organization, but nobody can say this. Our division, nobody got more Super Bowls collectively than our division. So we play each other rough. And that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good, All right, man. man. I'll be in touch, man. Thank you, man. Thank you for the platform, bro. Man, anytime, man. Let's get on out of here, man. Appreciate you, bro. All right. Yes. Salute. I'm gonna give you. A, I'm. I'm gonna do your outro for you, man. <laughs> yeah. Let's continue to go, Cowboy Nation. Let's continue to grind. Everybody know what's on our mind. We just got to continue to get this thing going one way or another. You guys know how this thing go. And remember, you all are listening to absolutely nothing but the best. Salute. We're out.